After 6 a.m., good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Yeah. 
handicap, Jack Schwartz. And the gates of heaven, they're close to sin. And old Jack Schwartz was not let in. He banged on them gates with all his force. 
But a voice said, sorry, par for the course, Jack Schwartz. There's a tombstone now by the 18th hole where they buried his dearly departed soul. And I guess it had to happen sooner or later. He was buried in a palace with an alligator, Jack Schwartz. Oh, Jack Schwartz. Hey. 
earth smells sweet when the rain stops beating down. Yeah, don't the earth smell sweet when the rain stops beating down? Oh, I've been moved to reconsider my fears and bitter memories of parties on the wrong side of town. It's gonna rain for 40 days. And 40 nights. 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days and 40 nights. If you wanna keep afloat, you better build yourself a boat. People, we got to learn what's wrong from rain. Ooh, the rain came down, was a beating on the ground. There were no treetops in sight.
J.M. in the A.M. Wow. That was loud. Uh, JMAM Thursday. Good morning, all. Thanks for tuning in to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Tzeminateva, perfect for Parshas Noach with Aaron Razel. 40 days, perfect for Parshas Noach with Soul Farm off of the Yes Legacy. Reb Abish Brot with Shaka Chama. Shalom Levine and Jack Schwartz, the Chevra, who are now traveling in Australia, and I saw the photo on Instagram, unless they photoshopped really well, they're in Australia. Uh, <laughs> they're there for the Shabbos project with Ketov Zamra. Uh, Yeshiva Boys had a Don Alum. Benny Friedman with a medley off of the Shabbos with Benny Friedman CD entitled My Soul Wants to Sing, and Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday on this October 23rd, day 29 in the month of Tishrei. It's Erev Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan. Rosh Chodesh begins tonight. We'll start saying Yalaviyavo for a couple of days beginning tonight. And we say happy Rosh Chodesh to all of our wonderful listeners. I saw somewhere in a calendar where it says Yom Kippur Katan is today. I don't think that's true. I don't think in Tishrei there is a Yom Kippur Katan today. Am I right? For Erev Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan. Uh, if anyone knows definitively, email us. Curious to know. A lot of ways to get in touch with us, including the NSN app. The NSN app uh, gives you the opportunity to post any comment on the homepage. Take advantage of that service and uh, all day long throughout all our programming. We have uh, amazing stuff coming up today. Charlie Harari's on at 9 a.m. with the boardroom on jmnam.org. Uh, we introduce Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Joseph. She has a great show lined up starting at 10 a.m. Miriam L. Wallach at 10.30 with That's Life. She also has a great show lined up. Uh, we have a lot of great stuff the entire day long. Mayor Ferdig's going to be doing an amazing stunt show today at 1 o'clock. So uh, make sure to be tuned in. And if you want to comment at any time during any of the shows, make sure to... Um, uh, to um, go to the NSN app to the homepage... And you'll be able to comment. We'll see it right there on the spot. Well, I don't know how many terror attacks, unfortunately, we've spoken about over the years here at JM and the AM. Terror attacks that occur during the show, and we hear about it during the show. Terror attacks that occur the day before, and we recount and discuss terror attacks that happen during the week. And we get an opportunity on Fridays to analyze the news of the day and the different things that uh, result from these uh, horrific attacks, but some attacks, for some reason, um, just seem to um, hit the Jewish heart harder than others. I think all of them hit very, very hard, but there's always uh, certain attacks that have a certain angle to them that makes it, even for some reason, it seems even more painful, and yesterday's in Jerusalem, I think, goes in that category, and today we learn that Hamas and Islamic Jihad have hailed Wednesday's terrorist attack by an East Jerusalem resident who rammed his car into a crowd of commuters at a light rail station, killing a three-month-old infant and injuring seven others. A senior Hamas spokesperson said the attack in Jerusalem is an act of heroism and a natural response to the crimes of the occupation against our people in holy places. So we know what the enemy's uh, opinion is and what their angle is on this. 
our angle is that we value life so much that the entire Jewish world collectively is mourning the loss of this three-month-old, Chaya Zisel Ron. And um, we've read, so many people I'm sure in this audience have read so many of the comments by her family, by her grandfather. Many of us are familiar with the Halpern family, which in many ways is legendary in the state of Israel. And um, this terror attack, and again the nature of the attack, using the Jerusalem light rail, and uh, this terrorist deciding to ram into a crowd of people and target as many as he possibly could. It was just, um, again, like I say, they're all horrible, and every one of them hits the collective Jewish heart that we know. But this one, the murder of Chaya Zisel Braun and all the injuries yesterday, had its own uh, uniqueness to it. Uh, as I guess every attack does. So um, here we are today. I thought it was ironic that the two terror attacks that uh, that made the headlines in the Jewish world. I'm not, I'm not so sure the Jerusalem one made the headlines uh, outside of our <laughs> outside of our circles, but that made the headlines in the Jewish world were the attack in Jerusalem and the attack in Ottawa. And uh, if there's one thing I think we learn or continue to learn. It's that uh, whether you're in the middle of the hottest region for terror, the Middle East, or now if you're in what is usually considered an isolated, peaceful, no-need-to-guard-the-border type country, like the impression is in Canada so often, no matter what, the terror is going to find you. That's the type of world we're living in right now. We'll talk more about this, obviously, tomorrow morning. We get a chance to analyze the news of the day and of the week with Malcolm Honline, who's going to join us in the 7 o'clock hour tomorrow. And, uh, again, the collective Jewish heart suffers on this Erev Rosh Chodesh. It's JM in the AM with 51 degrees. Rain today and a high of 54. Yeah, we played all the uh, Parsha's Noach songs, and anybody in this area, I guess, can sympathize a drop <laughs> with with Noach and his plight since we've had an inch of rain. Can you imagine an inch of rain over the last 24 hours in this area? And there have been times we've had more, three, four, five, and obviously... You know, next week we'll be commemorating the second anniversary of Superstorm Sandy. We're going to be out there in the five towns with our friends at Achiezer and again, uh, getting an update on their amazing work. Uh, so, so we've had, we've had what we would consider to be, you know, challenging flood situations in the New York and New Jersey area. But when, when you read about what Noah had, it gives you a greater appreciation for the, the ease with which we can recover from this. And I'm not making light of those who've had really tough situations in the last couple of years, but I am, uh, I am, um, I, I guess making light or reminding everybody of the, uh, the type of storm that he had thousands of years ago. Anyway, so some appropriate selections for this Parsha. Noah, speaking of Parsha, we've invited both, uh, Mayor Eichler and Schleimi Eichler who have been in the, in the Judaica industry for longer than uh, anybody can imagine, uh, into our studio later this morning. We're going to be talking about Parsha books. I asked that, and, and I, I bet you I've given them the worst assignment I've ever given them because I asked them to bring in 10 Parsha books that they find, you know, interesting, uh, suggest to the audience, et cetera, et cetera. And I started doing it on my own yesterday, just going through some of the titles that I've enjoyed over the years. It's impossible. It is such a, it's a, such a vast category. 
with so much material, meaning Parsha books, uh, it, it, I, I think it's impossible to limit it. But I've given them the challenge. I'm sure they'll do their best. That'll be happening this morning in the uh, 8 o'clock hour right here at JM in the AM. 16 minutes before 7 o'clock on this Erev Rosh Chodesh morning. Thank you for tuning in to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
Hashem. Avremo, that's Avram Freed with Bench. Before that, Ari Boyanju with Ashrecha. Yaakov Shweki, Adbeli Dai. Aaron Razel, Tsemi Nateva. Great Parshas Noach selection. 7 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday, Erev Rosh Chodesh. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. 51 degrees. Rain out there with a high of 54. Thanks for starting your morning with us here at JM and the AM. Many of us are already familiar with the uh, news from Israel regarding yesterday's terror attack. And a, a three-year-old baby killed by a East Jerusalem terrorist, uh, in addition to seven people being injured. And as I said earlier, this attack, uh, like all of them, has a unique way to pierce the Jewish heart, the collective Jewish heart around the world. All of us uh, grieve for this uh, precious baby who was uh, killed yesterday. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jamania. Galitzal, Asha Stein, Kan Shubel Karmi Mansur, in Mashakor Achshav. אבנים הושלכו לפני זמן קצר לעבר אוטובוסים סמוך לגת שמנים ובמעלה הזיתים בירושלים. נהג אחד נפגע קל ברגלו ונזק נגרם לכלי הרכב. כתבנו ענבל תמיר מסור שהמפכ"ל דנינו אמר היום, החזרת השקט לבירה היא משימה לאומית. תגבור כוחות במחוז ירושלים יימשך ככל שיידרש על מנת להחזיר את תחושת הביטחון לכלל תושבי ירושלים, אמר המפכ"ל בשיחה עם סגל הפיקוד של המשטרה. המפכ"ל הנחה את המפקדים לפעול להידברות עם כל המגזרים כדי למנוע הסתה וכן הנחה את מחוז ירושלים לפעול מול הפרקליטות והתביעה המשטרתית על מנת לדרוש החמרה בענישה נגד מיידי האבנים הבוקר הושלכו אבנים לעבר גן ילדים בראס אל-עמוד. אם שבתה לומדת בגן אמרה לגלי צה"ל, חייבים להחריף את התגובה על המהומות. אנחנו לצערנו כבר רגילים ברעשים האלה של הזיקוקים והבומים, הם נהיו מאוד מבוהלים. המדיניות של התגובה של המשטרה בירושלים לא לפעול ביד קשה נגד אותם פורעים. זו מדיניות שלצערנו בגללה חוזר ונשנה הסיפור הזה בגן. סערת עימות הפחח בין השר סילבן שלום לראש הממשלה נתניהו. יושב ראש איגוד הפחחים ישראל צרפתי תוקף בחריפות את שלום. כתבנו אלדר גילרן שוחח איתו לפני זמן קצר. ההערה של סילבן שלום לא הייתה במקום, למעשה הייתה הערה מתייחסת לדעתי לזמנים עברו ששם הייתה סטיגמה כזאת על פחחים. מקצוע הפחות זה מקצוע נדרש, האמירה שלו היא לא הייתה במקום. הוא יצטרך באיזשהו מקום להרחיב את האופקים שלו ולהבין מה זה פחח רכב. השר שלום עצמו הגיע בצהריים לטקס חנוכת כפר הסטודנטים איילים בשדרות והבטיח שבתוך חודשים אזרחי ישראל ירגישו הורדה ביוקר המחיה. כתבנו רמי שני שמע אותו. אנחנו כבר בעוד חודשיים ימים נוריד את מחירי המים, נוריד את מחירי החשמל ונפעל לשנות בצורה דרמטית את כל נושא תאגידי המים. הדבר הזה יקרה עכשיו ממש. אני יודע שהרבה פעמים מבטיחים ואני כבר ראשי סככה מכל הרפורמות שיש בממשלה הזאת אבל בעשייה שקטה אנחנו מגיעים ליעד ואנחנו נעשה את זה. 
שתי נערות ליווי מאוקראינה הורשעו ברצח חכימאי אלי ללוז בתל אביב לפני כשנתיים. מבית המשפט המחוזי כתבתנו שרון פולבר. היצאניות אנה קומשין ומרינה טרסנקו החליטו לשדוד את דוקטור ללוז הערירי שרכש מאחת מהן שירותי מין ולשם כך הגיעו לדירתו בתל אביב. הן ניסו לסמם אותו וכשניסיון זה כשל דקרו אותו מספר פעמים והציתו את גופתו. הרכב של שלושה שופטים הרשיע אותן בין היתר ברצח בכוונה תחילה, בהצתה ובשיבוש מהלכי משפט. התחזית לסוף השבוע נאה עם עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות ולסיום למעלה מ-100 אלף כרטיסים לסרט בעשרה שקלים נמכרו במסגרת יום הקולנוע. אנשים מאוד רוצים לראות סרטים וזה בכיף, זה עושה ממש חגיגה. יש 38 שקלים שעולה סרט לציבור ואני יודעת הילדים שלי זה מחיר לא, כמעט הייתי אומרת לא שפוי. אני מתכוון לראות כמה סרטים אבל נתחיל עם גט. אני מאוד אוהב קולנוע, אבל לא ממש מתאפשר לאור המצב. כתבתנו ליאם רם אילת מוסרת שההטבה תימשך לאורך כל היום. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. חמש עשרה לגמרא, שמונה עשרה לחופה, בן עשרים לרדוף, בן שלושים לכוח, בן ארבעים לבינה, בן חמישים לעצה, בן שישים לזקנה, בן שבעים לשיבה, בן שמונים לגבורות. בין תשעים לסוח, בין מאה. חמש למקרא, בין עשר למשנה, שלוש עשרה למצוות, חמש עשרה נגמרה, שמונה עשרה לחופה, בין עשרים לרדוף, בין שלושים לכוח, בין ארבעים לבינה, בין חמישים לעצר. בין שישים לזקנה, בין שבעים לשיבה, בין שמונים לגבורות, בין תשעים לשרוח,
In the AM, Mutti Steinmetz off of the sheer double CD here at JM in the AM. Pretty powerful selection, I must say. Uh, that's called Mimini um, Michael. B'shem Yisrael. B'shem Hashem, rather. B'shem Hashem. JM in the AM, good morning. Thanks for tuning in to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County. A good morning to you at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Greatly appreciate all the, all the people who are checking in from different parts of the globe. It is heartwarming and I thank you. A special shout out to everybody in Kansas City <laughs> after the Royal win last night. We'll see if that uh, spurs them on. Yitzchak Fuchs opened the hour with Ben Chamesh from the Mimama Kim CD. Well, I was right. It see, well, I shouldn't say I was right. Uh, if Wikipedia is right, then I am right. I mentioned I was looking at a, uh, at a calendar this morning from a very prominent uh, Jewish institution. And it says on it that today is Yom Kippur Katan. And I said to myself, what? It can't be Yom Kippur Katan. It's Tishrei. So this is what I contended. Because I've always said that there are, um, 
There are four times. If you're not familiar with Yom Kippur Katan, it's a uh, it's a uh, Kabbalistic tradition that was implemented a few hundred years ago. Uh, that essentially has taken Erev Rosh Chodesh and, uh, and turned it into a uh, mini Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur Katan. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, feel free to consult with your local rabbi. Anyway, those who practice it, I always said that of the 12 months of the year, or 13 months, depending on the Jewish calendar year, uh, there's got to be four times it cannot be observed. And that would be uh, Erev Rosh Hashanah, uh, Erev Mar Cheshvan, because it's the month of Tishrei, uh, Erev Rosh Chodesh Teves, because that's Hanukkah, and you're not going to fast on Hanukkah. And Erev Rosh Chodesh Iyar, because you're in Nissan. And sure enough, I'm proud to say, <laughs> when I'll tell you, when you're confirmed by uh, Wikipedia, it is such a great feeling. I go to Wikipedia, and again, unless this author is wrong, it says Yom Kippur Katan is not observed a day before Rosh Hashanah, a day before Cheshvan, because uh, you can't fast between Sukkot and Cheshvan. Uh, day before Rosh Chodesh Teves, it's Hanukkah, and Rosh Chodesh Iyar, because you can't fast during Nisan. So, there you have it. So, I was uh, taken aback by what I saw on this calendar, and uh, it seems I'm right. So, if you're looking at a calendar that says today's Yom Kippur Katan, uh, the answer it is, uh, it seems that in fact it's not. JM and the AM at 17 minutes after 7 o'clock. Shabbos project going on in a whole bunch of places. We'll go through some of the locations, of course, again. Uh, throughout the morning here at JM and the AM, Shlomi Eichler and Mayor Eichler are going to be joining us to talk about some of the Parsha books that are out there as we've just started Parsha's Bracious and this week head to Parsha's Noach. We'll talk about some of those. I, I think I, I, I said this on Twitter and Facebook this morning. I think I gave them a really difficult assignment because, um, I, I tried to limit my favorite Parsha books impossible. There's so many. So many people have so many in their own personal libraries. We'll see what they come in with. And, of course, we mourn the loss of Chaya Zissi Braun uh, this morning. Chaya Zissel Braun was murdered by a terrorist in Yerushalayim yesterday. There are injuries, of course, as well uh, from that episode. Uh, this, again, like all the terrorist attacks beforehand, have pierced the Jewish heart, the collective worldwide Jewish heart. And just reading the story of this uh, of this baby and... Uh, and the family, and they struggled to have children, and uh, and going to the Kotel, and where it happened, which is so familiar to so many of us, and of course the light rail and all that. Again, and the Halpern family, uh, legendary family in Israel, etc., etc. And sure enough, uh, we have the makings of another agonizing, um, terrible piece of news that the Jewish world is sharing. Uh, tomorrow morning, we get an opportunity to analyze the events of this week and really of the last uh, few weeks. Malcolm Honline will join us. We'll do that about 7.40 tomorrow morning here at JM and the AM and jmtheam.org. So make sure to be tuned in. We'll go through the events of the week and talk about what's happening in this world of ours. Well, Parsha's Noach is coming up. Here's another Noach uh, suggestion from one of our listeners. Schlockrock at JM and the AM. <laughs> from uh, Brother Righteous, Righteous Noah. Brother Righteous, Righteous Noah. Come on, get up, you. Well, uh, it it, it wasn't very sunny. The rain was kind of like like a big stream. Yeah, that's it. Like a stream. Ah, tell us in your own words. A decree last night came from God up in the heavens. There'll be a change in this world that's gone so wrong. I got some wood and a hammer so we might save me. But the people laughed and still kept doing wrong. 
for the people said come round, come round, he's making a boat. People said come round, come round, he's making a boat. Forty days and nights, I said the rain would pour from heaven. And even though I said, people, please, at least, there they all stood. My pleading went unheeded. Soon they all disappeared into the mist. For the people said, don't care. We're not going on your ship. People said, don't care. We're not going on your ship. A little dove came and I sent her overboard And I gave thanks And I hollered, God did save me Then I planted a new vineyard on the shore And I said to them, all come round Silence Someday the rain 
Amazing, Avram Rosenblum. He is amazing. That's called the flood in this week of Parsha's Noah. Off of the uh, CD entitled Kedem. A wet Thursday morning here at JM in the AM. 
rain in this part of the world. Torah Hassan Bracious Kiddish happening at the Mizrahi on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. I hope all the Hassanim have an opportunity to celebrate this Shabbos. As I mentioned earlier, a bunch of people putting information on the NSN app regarding what's happening with the Shabbos project. And someone let us know that Avram Rosenblum and his Brisket Brothers Band will be performing at the Baltimore JCC in a Unity concert happening this coming Saturday night. That begins at uh, 8.30 p.m., Baltimore JCC. If you're there this coming Shabbos, enjoy, everybody. you got Avram Rosenblum and his band in what I'm sure will be an amazing performance, as his performances always are. If you have information about the Shabbos project, you can email it to us. A bunch of people did overnight, and we'll get to as much as we can uh, during the show today. Yesterday, we announced that tonight there's a Benos Malka Academy Women's Challah Baking starting at 7 p.m. in Forest Hills with guest speaker Alyssa Taub. That's going to be at 113th Street. Uh, that address did not come through yesterday. Now we have it. It's 71-02-113th Street in Forest Hills. That begins 7 p.m. tonight, just one of the uh, events that are going on in so many different areas. A lot of challah baking going on. There'll be one good collective smell in the Jewish community tonight because there's challah baking everywhere, it seems. And uh, that's wonderful. A great way to start the Shabbos project together on uh, what will be Rosh Chodesh. Here we are in Erev Rosh Chodesh, Mar Cheshvan. This is JM in the AM. That Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. It says in Masech the Shabbos, whoever fulfills three sudas on Shabbos is spared from Chevli Mashiach, the birth pains of Mashiach, Dinashal Gehenim, the din of purgatory, Milchemes Gogumogog, and the war of Gogumogog. It's difficult for us to understand how an increase in mundane activities such as eating and drinking will help elevate oneself so that they're shielded from these three things. In fact, our Chachomim have always directed a person away from the material world. Like it says, Al Ha'aretz Tishon, one should sleep on the ground, Pas Toichel, a little bit of bread with salt. On the other hand, it says that Hashem wishes that we rejoice with all the good that there is in this world. Shabbos does not just mark the fact that there is a creation. It celebrates a quality, the depth of creation. Hashem stopped the process of physical creation on the first Shabbos because there was an Olam Male, a complete world. It would be possible that Hashem could design a world for us withholding some small things. However, we may not even be aware of that. Sometimes we do something. When we're finished, we think that perhaps we could have done it in a little better way, in a more complete way. Shabbos tells us that Hashem had a different standard for creation. Hashem did not stop the world because it was just good or very good, but because there was nothing that remained to be done. Nothing is missing. We could have had Shabbos without the Sudas, without the meals. We could have merely refrained from Malacha, the forbidden acts of work, and acknowledge and thank Hashem for bringing the world into existence. 
However, we prepare lavish sudas, lavish meals, and give ourselves all kinds of delicacies with the nicest china to make one statement, that Hashem Yisbarach does not merely sustain us, our tables give testimony to the fact that we lack nothing at all. We are all the beneficiaries of a world that is complete in all ways. Oynik Shabbos, the enjoyment that we have on Shabbos, shows our excitement over our quality of life. Shabbos begins in the evening. If we would allow the evening of Shabbos to pass by without the feast, then it would leave room for deficiency. Halacha tells us that we have to have a Suda in the day and also at night. More energy and more focus is put on the daytime period. A single Suda cannot carry the length of this span of time with a sense of fulfillment and contentment. So we add an additional meal, which brings the number to three. We will learn about the connection between these three Sudas in warding off the three different types of calamities. It says in the Zayar, the mystique of Shabbos is unity. On Shabbos, Hashem created harmony between Himself in the universe. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. That's uh, Litova done by uh, Yosef Chaim before that Barry Weber with Yachad. At 19 minutes before 8 o'clock Thursday morning, it's J.M. in the A.M. Erev Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan. I've given probably one of the most difficult assignments you can give to anybody in Judaica, uh, as difficult a time as you can, to um, uh, Mayor and Shlomi Eichler. I asked them to prepare a list of 10 uh, recommended Parsha books now that we've finished Parsha's Bracious and we're getting into Parsha's Noach. This Shabbos. I tried doing it on my own. It's impossible to limit it. That's how voluminous, how incredibly large the category is. We'll see what they come up with coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning right here at JM and the AM. Reminder, coming up at 9 o'clock, Charlie Harari with the boardroom. That'll be on jmtheam.org right after JM and the AM. Uh, that happens between 9 and 10. Allison Josephs with the brand new Jew in the City Speaks. The debut is today. She actually has a great guest. She's starting with Mendy Pellin, who, if you're not familiar with him, he's an amazing comedian out west, um, who has a unique take on a whole bunch of things. If you follow him on social media, you know what I mean. Uh, Miriam Alwalik has guests today starting at 10.30 on That's Life uh, that include some of the people involved in the uh, Shabbos Project, as there's so much attention being paid for good reason to this incredible program that's happening worldwide, but really is being concentrated on North America for this Shabbos Parsha's Noah. And we have a full day of activity on the stream all day long. Make sure to be tuned in and make sure to install the NSN app so you can comment on any program as it's happening. Heard from Silver Spring, Maryland, where this listener claims that they've got uh, listeners to our network on a regular basis. And they've asked us to announce that... Um, SEHC, Knesset Yoshua in White Oak, Silver Spring, Maryland, is sponsoring a women's challah-making workshop tonight. They have invited family, neighbors, and friends from all different backgrounds to participate with their congregation this Shabbos and, of course, kicking off tonight uh, with the challah-baking event. They're capping off Shabbos with an amazing Malava Malka concert, including one of their favorites, the Sinai Mountain Boys. Uh, they already have, according to this listener, 50 guests just staying with them uh, already in that area. So you can see how this has taken on like uh, taken on life of its own. So Shabbos Project info uh, down in the White Oak area of Silver Spring, Maryland. It is going strong. We wish them good luck tonight with the women's challah baking uh, session. Uh, also, East Brunswick, New Jersey has checked in. They're doing a challah baking for women and girls tonight at 7 p.m. at Eagles Landing Day Camp on Davidson's Mill Road in North Brunswick. And then their festive Shabbat service and dinner will happen in East Brunswick uh, tomorrow night. It's featuring special guest Yom Tov Glazer on the Surfing Rabbi of Jerusalem. And then Saturday night, there will be a live concert featuring Yom Tov Glazer uh, happening at the Young Israel of East Brunswick. Uh, for information about all of this, you can email the Shabbos Project EB for East Brunswick at gmail.com. The Shabbos Project EB at gmail.com. We also heard from our friends uh, in Staten Island, and uh, they are also set for the Shabbos Project with plenty of highlights, including tonight at 7.15 when the challah baking workshop kicks off with professional challah baker Mrs. Devorah Rosenberg. 8.45 tonight, world-renowned speaker Mrs. Yal Kaysman. Uh There'll be a men's program with a, a kumzitz and plenty of chulin starting at 8.30 tonight as well. Then Friday night and Shabbos, of course, including a Havdalah ceremony, uh, will be dedicated to the Shabbos Project as well. For information about everything happening on Staten Island with the Shabbos Project, 718-705-8859, 718-705-8859. By the way, we were sent... Uh, an entire list of what's happening in the five towns 
um, for the Shabbos project, and we uh, and we uh, noticed in yesterday's Jewish press an entire page of ever ha- of everything happening in Flatbush for the Shabbos project. Too much to mention on the air. Certainly can't do it in one little break here. So uh, I strongly suggest that people go ahead and check out your local papers and all the different social media sources so that you can find out what's happening in your neighborhood. It is unbelievable just how much stuff is going on in every single community. And I especially love the fact that there's so many great Jewish music events that have been added to the Saturday night program for everybody. Uh, Soul Farm is in concert uh, for the Shabbos Project at uh, For Rage at 2915 Ocean Parkway in Brooklyn this coming Saturday night at 830. And um, uh, they're providing two free tickets for all hosts and their guests. Go to jewishtickets.com for information. And the Shabbos Project in Manhattan Beach Jewish Center is going to feature singer Ellie Beer and Cantor Pinchas Cohen on Saturday night beginning at 8.15. So there's a lot of material, a whole bunch of stuff happening in so many different areas. Make sure you are tuned in to what's happening in your specific neighborhood. Plenty more coming up. It's a JM in the AM on this Erev Rosh Chodesh with a reminder with everything that's going on and with the uh, the news, good and bad, that we've had over the last couple of weeks, there's plenty to analyze. We'll do it tomorrow morning with Malcolm Honeline, 740 tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM.
in the AM with the New York Boys Choir and an amazing brand new selection called Neshama. CDs entitled The Sequel. 8 o'clock in the morning on this Erev Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Well, even though they've never been in this building before, anybody who has listened to any radio that I've done over the last 20 years are familiar with the voices of both Mayor Eichler and Schleimi Eichler. Uh, earlier in the week, many of you probably heard when I said that I uh, was looking for someone to challenge with the task of recommending some uh, Parsha books. Parsha books, in my opinion, and I'm sure the Eichlers will agree, uh, is its own category and a very, very large category of Judaica and a very prominent one this time of year. And I said, who could uh, come in here and recommend some Parsha books and really be put on the spot because they're going to have the same trouble I have, which is whittling down a, a, a list like that uh, into a very small list. And, of course, the answer is uh, both Mayor Eichler and Schleimi Eichler, uh, who you could find at uh, Eichler's on Coney Island Avenue in Flatbush, Brooklyn, and on the web at Eichler's.com, and in this case, right here in the JM and the AM studios. Shana Tova, good year, Mayor Eichler. Welcome to JM and the AM. Thank you. Good year to you. Nice to have you here. Pleasure to be here once again with you. It reminds me of my younger days. <laughs> I appreciate that. Shlaimi Eichler, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Nice to speak with you, and always nice to get an opportunity to discuss what's new in Judaica, and in this case, what's not necessarily new, but what uh, you'd consider Consider to be some of the recommended uh, pieces when it comes to the category of Parsha books. By the way, I, before we get started, I'm serious. I went to my own library and said, you know, I wonder if I should toss in some recommendations this morning as well. And then, you know, once I, in the first minute, got past uh, Rabbi Riskins and Rabbi David Sykes and Rabbi Ari Khan, I said, no, 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 that's it. I'm stopping here. I'm not going to participate because it's endless. The list is absolutely endless. You have a lot of different Judaica categories in your store. Is this one of the larger ones? Definitely takes up a full aisle um, at Eichler's. You can really walk in the first aisle of the store. You see a complete aisle that takes up all the many different books. And like you were saying, everybody has a favorite. Everybody has their right. their go-to book when they're going to be called upon to say a Dvar Torah and when, when they need to be saying when they're called upon. And I know it only seems this way. But every rabbi's got a parsha book, right? That's the way it seems. <laughs> if you want to be in the rabbinate, at Absolutely. some point you got to write a parsha well, book. Well, every rabbi's got to have a book. <laughs> right. uh, you know, it's, uh, other, otherwise, you're not a rabbi. What, what's interesting is, though, when Eichler started in 1977, um, there weren't that many books. Uh, at all. If we were doing this show then, um, you know, I remember then Arts Girl had maybe in 1978 came out with the first volume of Beratius. Right. And that was like very unique and very special. There weren't very many. And here we are 38 years later, of course. And, you know, there's, uh, you know, there, it's just amazing. Our old store, the very first Eichler store would not, wasn't big enough to hold all the books just on the parachute that are today. Is that one of the most frustrating questions that customers have for you? What can you recommend? Like I'm saying to you, you know, put together a recommended list. Must put you in a very difficult position every time you're asked that question about any category. Well, what, what we have found is that there's already a, a distinct style of type of books, Sfarim in English, of course, in Lashon HaKadosh, that have come out that really allows you to categorize things based on the needs of what you're looking for. Right. Um, today, we've come a long way from a classic, Rabbi Fran on the Parsha, mm-hmm. to 
something more extensive halacha on the parsha or mashalim parables on the parsha, which really allows you know when somebody comes in and asks for something uh, to have you really zero in. Okay, what it is that you're looking for? Are you looking for a bar mitzvah boy to have right, something right, to right. say? Are you going to Hashem Brachas and you need something to say there? Or are you just sitting around the Shabbos table with your family, whether you have young children or older older children, and you want to have something to talk about? We really figured out how to zero in on it and find you the right type of category that you're looking for. So, so it's a fact, category in a category. Right. So the fact that, they're, that they've gotten so specific helps you in, it, in terms of that. It was, it was more difficult when it was just general partial books coming out and... You know, people offering varts on every week of the year. You know, it's just like having uh, going into. Uh, a, uh, I'll give you a mashal. I think one of the books that uh, Shlemy, one of the Svarim Shlemy brought, uh, are mashalim on the parsha. Right. If you, I'll give you a mashal. If you walk into a restaurant and you have many, many items <laughs> on the menu, um, somehow or other, the waiter is able to get to a point with you. You know, what do you want to eat? So the large selection doesn't necessarily inhibit the process. In fact, it enhances the process right. and. Uh, you get to where you want to. Understood. Mayor Eichler and Schleimi Eichler in our studio. They've got the assignment of providing for us some recommended Parsha books uh, as we get started with the brand new year. You made a comment off the air, which was interesting. And, of course, uh, it, it really sheds light on the uh, problem that so many people have this time of year between Hazinu and, you know, basically lost in the whole Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Shabbos area. And then there's Osabracha, you know, that pops up when <laughs> Simchus Torah happens. Shabbos Bracious. I mean, that, that was like lightning this year, right? You, you read Vizos Habracha, the next day you're already at Shabbos Bracious. And now, of course, we're already at Noah. Right. A lot of us feel like we lost a week. Every year I make a decision that I am going to sit down and really do Haz, you know, really do Vizos Habracha. <laughs> there's such a wealth of, and then Bracious, I mean, oh. gosh. You know, it's imagine, like, yeah, imagine. But, you know, I think we have to designate maybe a period in the middle of winter when <laughs> things are quiet to just go back and just do those because there's just so much there. We talk about summer partios being lost and people not being as familiar with them out of school, etc., etc. Uh, very true about the partios you just mentioned. All right. Uh, Schleimi, Mayor, where do we start? What's, what's on the recommended list that you want to point out to our uh, listeners in terms of partial books? Well, like we mentioned, so many have come out. What I found very um, distinctive is a new set of svarim in Lashon HaKadosh only for now. But what I find is that anybody who is familiar with basic learning in, in, in Hebrew will find Rashi Kipshutai, which is a complete set, and it is a purist, an explanation on Rashi itself. So Rashi comes to explain uh, for even a Ben Chomish Lamikra, somebody who's young as five years old, yeah. to understand the Torah, the Chomish Parashas, and through so on. Rashi Kipshutai explains Rashi, and you learn Rashi in a whole way that you've never understood before. You know, because at times you find it quite challenging. If this is meant, if Rashi is meant to be something simple, why do I, why am I finding it so challenging? Right. So comes along um, a set of svarim like Rashi Kipshute, where they break down Rashi, and you really walk away with a whole new understanding on what Rashi is trying to accomplish here, and giving you an explanation that until now you th- you didn't even know existed. So that has been extremely popular. Boy, we're, getting, we're getting so specialized. Soon there'll be a safer explaining Rashi Gibshuta. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing you say that because... Are you serious? Because what our school recently did was they took the Medrash Rabbah and they translated it into English. Right. So of, moving along from even in Lashon HaKedosh where the Hebrew makes it so easy to learn. Of course, in English, it's a whole world for itself where you take so much like the Medrash Rabbah where... 
I would categorize it under the level of where you want to sit down and you really want to understand this week's parsha, especially Ambracious and Nayak and the Medr Shaba, it will give you a world that you never knew about. Take for example, it says um, Vayehi, as opposed to Yehi, in different when it comes to the creation of the world, right. and. The Medrash explains that there were many worlds before this that God created that he was not happy with. It was only this world that he brings down from Rabbi Abo and Rabbi Yehuda explains that in this world, God was satisfied and he was happy. So Zman, time, had already existed before that. So it wasn't like where there was a new time. Time had already existed before this world was created. It says, Alpayim Shana Kadma The world, the Torah was created 2,000 years before the world was created. So it comes along the Medrash and it gives you a better understanding why it is time existed already when this world was created. Something which, on wow. a quick read, on a three-liner, yeah. you won't necessarily understand. Boy, gracious concepts are hard. Oh, it's fascinating. Wow. And it really gets into it when you're especially you're learning through the Medrashaba, which I would say is more of an in-depth type right. of learning when okay. it comes to learning. Very good. Okay, what else do you have there? Um, we also have a couple of Nusfarim, Rabbi Volbi, who is well-known mm. for his Ali Shur, which is Hashkafa on Musar, which has been... Even in English, been translated called "Planting and Building," which is a whole book in English on Hashkafa and living uh, day-to-day life. Now, it has a, his own Chumash has come out from Perushim called "Ravolbi on Chumash," hmm. which has been really, really just came out. I would say in the last week, it was translated, put together by Rabbi Yitzchak Kaplan. His style has been more of a quick learning. You need something a Torah to say. You're coming home from shul. You want to sit down for the table to have something to say at the table. Swarm like Ravolbi and Chomish, Rabbi Fan and the Parsha, these are easier to grab something quick and understand it easier so you can have something quick to say and everybody can understand. And this may be overstating the obvious, but everything that you're telling us this morning is in Seder of the Parshas, right? This is all, you'll find Bracious, Noach, etc., etc., etc. All in one book. Right. So you know that this is not going to be in that length, you're going to get into it uh, an hour of reading. This is more like a 10-15 minute discussion right. on the Parsha. Okay. We also have another style, which is called Mashal on the Parsha. And the Dubna Magid, who is well known for his mashalim, there have been many svarim published and lately translated also into English, uh, came out recently, Diamonds of the, of the Dubna Magid. That is all mashalim. Takes the parsha, gives you an example, and then pre- breaks down to a nimshal, the parable, so you could better understand the giving over of such a vatara with a nice story, with a nice example, and then ties it so well in with the Parsha. And there, again, a number of categories, a number of books have come out. We have Mashal Tov also. Takes the parable, breaks it down, and it's so easy to follow when you want to give something over, which a mushal and a parable yeah, is always, easier, yeah. always to understand. <laughs> so that, that has also been popular. Of course, we're here with you, Nachum, and I'd be, uh, I missed the, we, we wouldn't let you out of the building if you didn't mention this one. Go well, ahead. Rabbi Benjamin Yudin there on the Pasha. <laughs> and, and on the front cover, you really get to see exactly where he writes, tomorrow we have the privilege. The way he's begun every Parsha for the last 30 plus years. It's amazing how when you read his book on the Parsha, again, divided up all in one book on the whole Parsha, you really feel his distinct style. And you hear his voice as you're reading it. (laughs) Exactly. They put the commas in the right places where you're really feeling uh, him speaking to you. And of course, Rabbi Yudin's style has always been where he ties it in not just to something which 
from many years ago where you learn something and you sort of try to comprehend it. Rather, he really puts it into the daily, day-to-day life of your living, of how you apply it to your, to your day-to-day living. It's really, uh, you feel like you're sitting with Rabbi Yudin while you're going ahead and reading, the, reading his uh, That's book. That's in no small part, of course, to Nachum Siegel, uh, <laughs> because we've all, over the last, what is it, 30? 31 years. 31 years. Rabbi Yudin predates me even, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, which is amazing. And uh, when this came out, we were wondering, is it going to be imprint as, you know, as wonderful and beautiful as his uh, audio is every single week? And sure enough, as you just mentioned, uh, it's been a big hit out there. Uh, so Rabbi Yudin, of course, we wouldn't let Shlomi and Mayer leave the building without mentioning his Parsha book. And Rabbi Goldwasser, years ago, uh, something, something to, to say. say. Exactly. It was called Something, something to, say. to Say. And that really did fill a need because, you know, regular people out there. And, and you know what he did so brilliantly, Rabbi Goldwasser, with that book? What he did was he created an index where if you look at the back of the book, it tells you if you're at a bris, go to these pages right now. If you're at a pigeon on bed, go to these pages. If you're at an engagement party, you don't go. And that's a, obviously a very big help for everybody. <laughs> um, we also have a category where it's on halacha. Now, right. if you're sitting at a Shabbos table and you want everybody involved in the, the Devar Torah that's being said, what better way is to bring up a halacha discussion? Mm-hmm. What is the halacha on a certain subject? So there's a book that came out. This was published by ours called, called What If? And it is fascinating halacha discussions for the Shabbos table. And all have, associated with the Parsha? All associated with the Parsha. It's all in one book. Again, so it's not very in-depth. It's not very difficult to right. prepare. But when you say halacha at the table and there are five opinions, yeah. you're in for a nice long Shabbos yeah. meal. Makes for a very exciting meal. What do you mean? I learned something else. Sure. Uh, oh, and, 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 my and everybody. Told me this, and my rabbi told me this. Right? And, and it just, you know, I would say that, that if you want to get everybody involved, the, uh, a, a book like What If really gives you well, everybody will be involved in that, and okay. and that is from this is uh, adapted from the works of Rabbi Yitzchak Zilberstein, and it's put together by Rabbi Moshe Sharo, and it he really again it's been very popular. It came out a couple of years uh, ago, and you know people have been coming in again and again asking. It's sort of gone out there. Everybody knows about the book right now. It's called What If. Okay. Um, also, this year came out. This is new, and this is quite unique. Because the Chumash Mekrayas Gedalis is probably one of the most classic sets of Svarim that every home probably has. Right. So what kind of... Uh, what improvements could we could make you in possibly 2014? Do? Right. <laughs> so came along, um, again, this also is from Art Scroll, and they really took it to a different level. They put vowels in the Kudus under each possible... Um, commentary that appears. Boy, in, they're making it too easy. They the, are making it too easy. In the Makarovsky, that's amazing. Well, it, it just became easier to read, <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily the Nobody has faith in me that I can make it through it. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. If you do get it, find something fascinating and you're stuck on a translation, I found, I was going through this before, they have the Arachayim, of course. Right. They have Chizkuni, Sforno, the Ramban, Rabbeinu Bachaya. These are all the Mepharshim that appear. But like you mentioned, they're all translated into English. Not here, because then you would need a, a, a truck to uh, drive around with. But right. each one of these commentaries have already been translated into English. Correct. But, but you know what's going to happen. The next step will be actual Mikroskodols in English at some point. I but, don't know how they're going to do it. And like you said, it would take a lot of words to actually put it together. But 
obviously did, that's it, it was done initially. It was a project. They only made it. Yeah, um, it was done by Judaica Press many, really? many years ago. Um, anybody who's familiar with the uh, Judaica Press Nach, that's the pink and red yeah, sure. um, uh, Nach, which has the Makarios Kedelis in it, although only specific. So you have the Makarios Kedelis on one side in, in Lashon HaKadosh, in Hebrew, and on the left side, they take certain Mepharshim uh, um, commentaries that they actually translate. That they did very, still very popular in many schools in yeshivas when they learned the, the Nach, Nevi'im. Um, with the Chumash, it never really took off. They right. started, they only got until Shmois. It was four volumes, so very uh, specific. They didn't grab anything. They just took whatever they felt was most relevant. I didn't realize the next generation knows their stuff as well as you do, Mayor Eichler. Better. <laughs> Even better, Even huh? Even better. <laughs> at the top of his game, there's, huh? there's, there's two books I'm going to buy after this show now. <laughs> He even got to you. Huh? The what if is very interesting, <laughs> and uh, you know, as we're speaking, you know, Nachum, I mentioned to you that um, that um, you know, in our tie-in um, on Eichlers. dot com, we have a link right now uh, to the shows, uh, right, and on Today, the yeah. on the uh, homepage, um, books on Beratius, Savar right. uh, Beratius, and uh, you know, any of the listeners, any of your listeners uh, that will want to follow this up and really get a feel of some of the books that Shlomi is discussing can be seen uh, on Eichlis.com and probably through some link through the NSN uh, Very good. App. Excellent. You know, you mentioned uh, the amount of books out there that right. have been translated. There is one author who has taken upon himself probably one of the most impossible tasks of translating the most ex- uh, difficult works. And we're not talking about uh, easy Devartaras. We're talking about Svarim, Rabbi Monk. He's been doing this for many right. years now. He has translated the Chizkuni. And, and this is how recently. Arachayim came out many years ago. Uh, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar also, it's three volume sets, five volume sets. You know, this is really a category that has tremendous amount of interest by so many people that even the undertaking that some people take, have done, like Rabbi Monk, to go ahead and translate so much on the most difficult svarim to allow the English speaker and even somebody who knows how to learn it in, in its original Lashon HaKadosh form. But, you know, obviously English is something which right. is so pro- easy to read along. That that is what is available is amazing. Boy, that Chumash is still quite a popular book, huh? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's still a worldwide sensation, huh? <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. What else do you have there? Well, we also have um, in the children's format, the kids' format. I mean, ultimately. And this also must have been tough for you. There are a million children's offerings when it comes to the Parsha, no? You know what's funny? The Little Mender Says, which came out. Right, that's I think a biggie. In 1987. That's a biggie. I think. I, and that's five volumes. That's a whole Torah, right? That's, that's complete. Everything. Not yeah. only that, they even, and they're still coming out. Could you right. imagine? Started in 1987, and maybe even earlier, which the Medrash says. Yeah, the Medrash says was even earlier. Was right. Early. I think first I thing the Medrash says, says right. um, it's in Russian, it's in Yiddish, <gasps> so it really has taken over, you know, it's, it's, it's gone everywhere. Um, the Medrash says series. They even recently. The Medrash says is in Yiddish. It's in Yiddish, it's in Russian. That's unbelievable. The, the, and, and it's still coming out. Daniel was the last one to come out. Which is great, you know, because it's, it's for the little madrasas, which right. more adults buy than children, because it's just so interesting to read and it's so easy to read, still remains a classic. So you have the little madrasas on Beratius, you have the family madrasas on Naviim, Rishayim, Daniel, already right. they're holding there. Just um, a comment on the Daniel, um, I think it was last year, um, uh, one Shabbos or one Yantif, uh, Shlaimi's Pchar Yehuda was sitting and uh, reading Daniel. And I walked over and I said, what is that? And, uh, you know, he starts telling me about Daniel and everything. And, uh, 
after he left, I sat down and I was sitting there for hours reading. It's amazing. It's uh, so you know you might think that it's for children, right. but there's just so much uh, information there, and it's really enjoyable. So uh, you know you might think you're buying it for your grandkids or you're buying it for your children. It's not necessarily so. If you want something just to curl up and just enjoy and get a lot of information on these uh, svarim are really packed with good information and Myra McCoymas. So I am right. It was tough to find one children's selection to bring in. But you did find one. Yeah. Or you we, did decide on one. We did decide on one, which has been very popular lately. It's called Tell Me the Story of the Parsha of Beratius. You know what's interesting? In, you don't find it so much here in America, but laminated books for children has always been something which you heard in Eretz Yisrael has been very popular. Lately, we've noticed more and more laminated style of books where, you know, something that makes more sense if you think about I it. I think when Rabbi Chait did the children's books from Israel, I think he made it laminated, right? He if did. I'm not mistaken. Right? It didn't initially take off. And right. until today, right. you know, we have a couple of titles for children right. that are available. Think, right? Yeah, you right. have uh, stories from Avi's Heart, which is a great right. book for kids. Uh, teaches teaches kids all about emotions and feelings and respect um, uh, to parents. That's lately taken off laminated. And tell me the story of the Parsha. Despite... It's, you know, they really did a beautiful job in, in the bringing the story of the Chumash life. Noyach, I tell you, I was, I looked through everything we spoke, for, you know, before getting on the air to this morning. And I tell you, uh, considering the rain that was coming out <laughs> last night and reading, tell me the story of the parasha, at one point I thought, hey, you know, this is maybe how it felt, but more from the book than from the rain. Outside. Understood. Um, so really, it brings the story of the Chumash life. Bereshis is probably our bestseller. Shmais too, yeah. but I would say Bereshis for got, kids. Got some good stories of Bereshis. Oh, the, huh? the kids love it. And I would say even children up to the age of 10 and 11 still appreciate the illustration of Tell Me the Story of the Parsha. Nobody has done as well in, in illustration and pictures, like you could say the little medrash has, has done in words for children. This is done for in, for in illustrations for children. Just fascinating for the kids. They really enjoy it, appreciate it. You know, everything according to the, the, the way the Midrashim say it, everything according to the way the Chumash explains it, all done in an illustration of pictures for kids to really appreciate and to be a part of the learning of the, of the, of the daily sedra. Phenomenal. One of the things that have always uh, intrigued me since all the years that we, you know, we've been selling Judaic on this, you look at the, the product that comes out and you think of the process you have an author that has an idea and they're willing to give away years of their lives to produce it this doesn't happen overnight and then right. they have then they find a publisher and the publisher sees that vision then you go to graphics the you know, illustrators you know, some of them are the brilliant illustrators i mean if you look at this uh, i know some are just this, brilliant uh, over here um, it's they tell me the story of, of the parish you look at the pictures uh, you know you can leaf through it and say oh pretty but if you look at it the details right. amazing and i was always and one of the things that always was fun about being in Eichler's and, and, and dealing in Svarim was uh, that you really tend, get to appreciate the work and the effort that goes in. So, you know, you walk into Eichler's and you'll see thousands of titles, right? But each of those titles have required an immense amount of work. And uh, when you come in and if you have some time to just look and spend a little time to peruse them, you'll, you'll really be impressed by the efforts. When you hold a new release in your hand, I'm sure at least once you've said to yourself, years 
of work went into producing what I'm holding. It's just people don't. It's same with CDs. The artists always say that. You know, like people don't realize. They think, oh, you know, new CD just came out. They don't realize the months and years and expense that's required to put out a good product. So, and you really appreciate what the work they've put into it right. because. And what's amazing is that it's getting. There's still stuff coming out. We're still the people in a book, huh? With and all the with all the technology, we're still the people in a book. It's I, amazing. Eichler's is a testament to that. And magazines the, and newspapers. Last, uh, right, the magazines. I just don't know how many. There's just not enough time in the week you know, to, to, to do it all. But the population gets bigger, thank God, oh, so sure. uh, more and more people can enjoy them. Uh, Shlaimi Eichler, Mayor Eichler, in our studio. Those are some of the recommendations in terms of the Parsha books that are out there. We recommend to everybody to get into this topic, to get into this area of uh, Jewish learning, because there's no easier way, I think, to get into... Uh, uh, in, into the whole um, uh, area of Jewish learning than doing it week by week with the Parsha. That's the uh, probably the easiest way to do it, and that's why your category is so large. Um, can people email you if they want further information about any of this that we discussed this morning? Sure. You can send an email to orders at eichlers.com, which uh, will then have somebody follow up on that. Any questions? Staff, any questions? Any any? What any about all the people who are going to complain about the? Uh, what about all the people who are going to complain about the ones you didn't cite this morning? Who's going to handle those calls? I want to know. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll be back. What's the, <laughs> what's uh, what's the station number? <laughs> because in all seriousness, if you mentioned ten, and I'll, you know Derech Agav, we mentioned the other five. There's probably at least another hundred you could have mentioned, right? Like I said, it's a whole aisle. <laughs> exactly. Give us a call. That's the main thing. You know, don't be angry, don't, folks. There's a lot of great books out there. Don't just email us. Rather, call us um, at, at our store at 718-258-7643 and speak to any of our friendly staff. We'll be more than happy. Again, there's so much out there, but what better than have an expert to find what you're looking for? There you go. All right, everybody. I want to thank uh, Mayor Eichler and Schleimi Eichler. Uh, they were asked to, uh, to recommend uh, 10 10 or around 10 titles that would be very interesting as we embark on a brand new cycle of Parshios with Bracious behind us and Noach on the way. And those are some of their recommendations. I thank you both for being here and uh, look forward to seeing you out there on Coney Island Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. Thank, thank you very you. much. Great thank to you. Be here. A pleasure. Uh, more coming up. It's a JM in the AM Thursday on this Erev Rosh Chodesh. Keep it at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning on this era of Rosh Chodesh. 8.33 on this Thursday. Visera, I've done by uh, Mordechai Ben David and Matti Steinmetz off the sheer double CD here at JMDM. We've been going through some of the Shabbos Project events and concerts and kumzitzes and challah baking. Uh, I think everything we've gotten we've announced at least a couple of times, but the list of what's coming in is just unbelievable. I mentioned earlier that in places... Excuse me. In places like the Five Towns and Flatbush, they're actually publishing uh, guides, these lists and lists of every place between the Thursday night, Saturday night, and of course Shabbos events, uh, everything that we, where they're happening. And it's impossible for us to go through all of that. So if you're in that type of area where there's just a, an amazing number of events uh, because of the size of the community for the Shabbos project, get to uh, the social media sites or to your newspapers, and check them out. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on, a lot of which we pointed out earlier, and everybody can go and uh, and enjoy these events and participate and make the Shabbos Project the big success that everyone knows it's going to be. I want to continue. want to remind everybody to continue to listening to jmandtheam.org. Right after JM and the AM, Charlie Harari is going to be presenting the boardroom today. Uh, that happens between 9 and 10 on our stream at uh, jmandtheam.org. Uh, coming up at 10 o'clock, it'll be the premiere edition, the season premiere, the world premiere of Jew in the City Speaks. Uh, Alice and Josephs today has a Mendy Pellin. What a perfect guest for her first show. The New York Times called him the Stephen Colbert with a beard and a hat. He's uh, going to be emceeing the Orthodox Jewish All-Star Awards, which um, Allison's going to be overseeing on December 2nd. And uh, they'll discuss the All-Stars and how he got started in movie making and all the different things that he does in Hollywood, including being very funny. That happens between uh, 10 and 10.30 this morning. On the boardroom, Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock has special guest Jason Gelber in his CEO Investor Spotlight. And his segments, uh, including practical productivity, the corner office management tips, leadership lessons, and in the news with Michael Davis will all be included today between 9 and 10 o'clock. Coming up here at After Jew in the City, it's uh, That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach in her brand new slot at 10.30. Rabbi Yaakov Trump is among her guests, assistant rabbi at the Young Israel of Lawrence Cedarhurst, spearhe- spearheading events in the five towns for the Shabbos Project. And Michael Solomon, Ph.D., speaks about his upcoming lecture on addiction and children, plus everything else that Miriam L. Wallach brings to the table, uh, this time in a 30-minute show from 10.30 until 11 o'clock on That's Life. I'll do the live lunch until 1 o'clock, and then Mayor Furtick has put together a great stunt show where he'll discuss again the Shabbos Project and welcome Rabbi Judah Isaacs and Hannah Farkas from the OU's Department of Community Engagement to discuss how the OU's helping hundreds of shuls participate beginning tonight, Thursday night, in the Shabbos Project. Then, Jew in the City and brand-new NSN host Allison Josephs will be by to discuss the weird parts of hosting a radio show. And, of course, Rabbi Jack Abramowitz will join Mayor as well. OU.org and talk about the worldwide audience that's learning Torah every single day from the uh, from their website and the brand new offerings, including their uh, daily email feature called Shnai and Mikra, uh, which is tied to the weekly parsha. All of that during the stun show between one and uh, two o'clock this afternoon Eastern time on the stream at jmandtheam.org. So we are providing amazing content, great programming. Make sure you have the NSN app. Uh, which allows you to comment as the show is going on. All right. And um, so make sure you tuned into the NSN app. 
and that you uh, comment uh, on the home screen of the app with uh, any comment you'd like to make. By the way, uh, I know this is really jumping ahead, but Matis on Sunday is going to include a conversation with Elliot Weiselberg, who hosts our court report, and Allison Josephs, who starts Jew in the City Speaks today in the 8 o'clock hour on Sunday. So Matis is going to include uh, those two guests in his Sunday, JM Sunday. And I just want to remind you that later today we're going to be posting the interview that Matis did with Rabbi Goldstein. It's an unbelievable interview to look back on uh, three weeks later. Um, after Rabbi Goldstein joined him on the air. And uh, I think even he, to an extent, uh, didn't realize uh, how much this Shabbos project would take off here in North America. So we'll post that later on. You'll find it on the um, Facebook update page simply entitled Nahum Siegel Network. And you'll have an opportunity to uh, check that out and to um, uh, listen in to Matis' conversation with Rabbi Goldstein. He is the one who gets the credit for the uh, amazing Shabbos Project, which now has taken on a life of its own in this area. Uh, plenty more coming up. It's JM in the AM with the special cover of Just One Shabbos for the Shabbos Project. Just one shot is coming, join with me. 
kept it in his life Shared it with his family, his children and his wife They learn new things each day To live the Torah way The message of one job is here to stay And now I never miss a chance to stop and look around Invite some people home to share the sights and sounds Of Shabbos candlelight and Zemiro's Friday night And get to see Jewish soul ignite Just one Shabbos, tell me low, be free Shabbos Project, come and join with me We'll sing and dance in the sky With our spirits so high We will show them all this truth Let them come and join us too Just one Shabbos, tell me low, be free Just one Shabbos In the AM, 17 minutes before 9 o'clock, Shabbos Project with Benny Friedman, 8th Day and Company. Malcolm Holmline tomorrow, 740 for the weekly update. Make sure to be tuned in. The um, I, I am happy to see the outrage with some of the headlines. There are people calling here and emailers who uh, are expressing their outrage, and I'm glad to hear it. Uh, at some of the headlines regarding yesterday's terror attack in Israel. I mean, it, it is unbelievable the way the story is uh, portrayed in some of the headlines, um, as if it was a car accident or as if it was a, uh, you know, or as if Israeli forces, uh, um, you know, stopped this, uh, this guy from doing further damage, whatever, whatever it was. But I, I'm, I want to encourage everybody who's outraged by these headlines and the way that the story's being covered, please call those news sources. Please call and email those news sources. I can't, uh, in this case, I cannot go ahead and give out, uh, you know, and encourage people to, uh, to call specific numbers or specific news outlets. But if you're outraged by a certain headline which does not depict what happened in Yerushalayim yesterday, this horrible tragedy, which again has pierced the collective Jewish heart in this world um, and destroyed a Jewish family, practically. Um, if, you, if you're outraged by the way it's being covered, you got to get in touch with these news sources, phone, email, Twitter, whatever method you're good at. I encourage you to do so. And yeah, it's, there's a lot of blatant stuff, especially, as I said earlier in the 6 o'clock hour, the comparison between the terror attacks in Ottawa and Jerusalem yesterday, very interesting. And the comparison of the coverage, also very interesting. So um, please, I beg anybody who has uh, any type of uh, outrage in them for, for the way it's being covered, capitalize on it and uh, express your anger to those who are 
who are producing that those types of uh, reports. And uh, the other thing is uh, now we learn, of course, that the baby is an American citizen and uh, with ties to uh, places like Muncie and Passaic and her parents are are American and uh, her and um, and the Halpern family on top of that, a you know a very well known family in Israel, of course. And um, I, I, again, it's hard to compare, and this is something I'm sure I'll bring up tomorrow when Malcolm Holmline joins us. It's hard to compare cases of when American citizens are involved, but wouldn't you hope, wouldn't you suspect, wouldn't you expect that um, that American officials, maybe even as high as the White House, would uh, express added anger and fury about this terror attack because a, an American citizen was murdered in the attack? Not to, uh, you know, c- compare levels of... Uh, of a tragedy or grief, but uh, we we know the reality that when uh, an American citizen somewhere around the world is uh, injured or killed, uh, the reality is there usually is and there certainly should be uh, an added component of fury, of anger, of uh, outrage. And in this case, I don't think we've seen that. Uh, I'm sure we'll bring it up tomorrow and uh, continue to explore this issue and many more. Uh, JM in the AM as we continue at uh, 13 minutes before 9 o'clock. 13 minutes from now, Charlie Harari on our stream at jmintheam.org. Make sure to be tuned in. Here's that Shlomi Gertner selection that was released for Yuntif called Yala Viyavo on this Erev Rosh Chodesh at JM in the AM. <laughs>
J.M. and the A.M., we had a little uh, little technical problem like we did earlier in the 8 o'clock hour. I want to thank our amazing and incredible leader, Ken Friedman, who uh, made sure to get us right back on the air. I guess the weather is playing games with some of the uh, some of the things that we need to broadcast to everybody. Uh, don't forget the stream is unaffected, which means you stay with our stream. And, of course, uh, the uh, outages um, will not be... Uh, an issue. Anyway, we're back on the air, thank God, here at 91.1 FM, wrapping up a Thursday at JMA. I want to thank everybody who's been commenting on the app. A lot of people excited that uh, Jew in the City Speaks will be featuring Mendy Pellin. Uh, something to be excited about. He is a funny man and a really good guy. Um, also, one of our listeners pointed out on the app that Avram Rosenblum created a YouTube video for the flood. And there are other, there are two other Schlockrock partial related songs for this week. Bavel and Sending Out the Dove. Maybe I'll do them today during the live lunch. That'll be a good idea. And I want to thank everybody who, uh, went ahead and commented on our Parsha discussion, our Parsha book discussion. And also one emailer says they were having a stressful morning until we played just one Shabbos from the Shabbos project. They were rocked out in the car, getting excited and emotional about this coming Shabbos project. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmdm.org. Coming up next, Charlie Harari with the boardroom on jmdm.org, then Jew in the City Speaks, Allison Josephs, then Miriam L. Wallach with That's Life. A lot of great programming on Thursday, just like every day at jmdm.org. So make sure to be tuned in and enjoy. Uh, those of you who have responded to our full silent campaign, I say thank you. If you haven't had a chance yet to toss in a few bucks for our full silent campaign, you can go to jmnam.org, click on the pledge button, and participate. And we thank you for that. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.